Who raised you? Crime? Mistakes? And these motherfucking bitches? Y'all comedians know you've been biting the hate no TK on. shit for too long. TK. Motherfucking TK. Yeah. TK said, build a bridge and got over it. Want the spot, but he holding it. You controlled, he controlling it. This shit clay, he just molding it. Had to beat all of them cases. Change all of they faces. Who raised you motherfuckers? They ain't think I was gonna make it. Keep it G to a G. It's always me versus me. Never me versus him. Cause I can't be like them. Stan Latham put me on hold. But this ain't glitter, it's gold. How you gonna say no? And you don't really know. Who raised you? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkman Podcast. You know, I travel this world. I run into a lot of great people. And just this week, I ran into this beautiful, beautiful lady. I was flirting with her just a little bit, and she didn't have a ring on. And she's like, Mr. Kirkland, I'm married there. I said, well, you tell that man to make sure you put a ring on, because men, when they see rings, we respect it. The world now need to turn a senator, pushing the Bernie um, campaign. And it's a pleasure to have you on here, young lady. Thank you, TK. It's a pleasure to be on with you. And I'm sure Mr. Turner will appreciate everything you just said. So thank you, <laughs> Yes, yes. So now, my show isn't different, right? I don't ask the normal questions that other interviewers do. I just sure. keep it natural and just have fun. But yeah. um, what inspired you to, to run for a senator, to be a senator? I saw a need, you know. I mean, um, I started off as a Cleveland City Council woman, and so when you're that close to the people, you really do get the opportunity to really get to know people. And for so many of our people, TK, just black people specifically, but just people who struggle disproportionately in general, working class people, they need somebody to be the conduit between them and the system. And you really learn how that works when you're on the local level. And this is not to you know, throw shade at anybody who didn't start at the local level. But uh-huh. I think that there is something particularly telling and strong about elected officials who actually started on the local level of government, meaning they fully understand more than most mm-hmm. that the policies you put forth, it's not just about widgets, it's about flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I always say about Donald Trump, how he should have never got elected because he never governed anything. Oh, Lord, he never, no. You know what I'm saying? He never governed. Yeah. They should pass the law that you haven't governed anything. You shouldn't run for presidency. I don't know about a law, TK. That's what makes America. You know, we take the bitter with the sweet. But right. certainly we need to do a better job as a people, as an American people, of evaluating people and not just go for the hype, not just go, you know, there was, um, I forget what rap song this was, but uh, the words were, don't get high on your own supply. Right, right. Um, we... We really, as a people, have to do a better job of evaluating people and not just believe the hype, not just because they might have, you know, millions of Twitter followers or Facebook followers. Really, what is the substance of that person? What have they done for the causes of justice? That mm-hmm. is one, you know, that should be the major measure by which we elect people. I, I fear that today, election, well, elections have always been about popularity in some ways, but in the social media climate that we're in in the 21st century, it's really more about popularity than what somebody has really done. Right. I totally understand. So my question is, the the removal with Bernie, what made you join teams with him? Oh, my God. Out of all the people you could have done business with, why him? 
Yeah, well, you know, TK, in 20, 2015, you know, I, I've known about Senator Sanders when he did the eight-and-a-half-hour filibuster in 2010, and some of your listeners may recall that he on the floor filibustering against the extension of the Bush tax cut. So standing up for working-class people all over this country, whether people realize it or not, you know, that's when he first came into my sights. And then when he decided to run in 2015, you know, I was like every other Democrat probably was going to, not probably, was really just going to go along to get along. But it was just something about his message that really pierced my consciousness. And I remember my husband calling me up after Senator Sanders had made his announcement at 15. And he said, baby, you heard about this, this senator this senator from Vermont? And I said, yes, I heard of him. I know about him. And, and uh, we talked about him a bit. He said, dad, he sounds just like you. And I said, yeah, I know he does. And as time went on, TK, I just could not, you know, I listened to his message about college for all, his message about making sure people had health care, and it just took me down memory lane. You ever have flashbacks about your life, and it just it just stops you in your tracks. And so I thought about my mother who died at the young age of 42 years old. I thought mm-hmm. about myself being a first-generation college graduate. Hell, I'm still paying off college loans to this day. Mm, that's got crazy. This, giant, you know, this 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 man, this ser- public servant saying, oh, no, we're going to have college for all. So I thought about my upbringing, being the oldest of seven children and growing up in a poor family and wanting the same thing for other people's children and the same mm-hmm. thing for other people that I wanted for myself. And so my consciousness was convicted in so many ways. And then I got a chance to talk to Senator Sanders. I talked to his you know, his campaign manager at the time. And I just said, you know what? I can't go along to get along. I got to do what is right and what is in my heart. And the rest is history, as they say. So I've been rolling, rocking with Senator Bernard Sanders mm-hmm. since 2015. Okay, now, one of the quick, quick questions I always thought was interesting, do you guys get paid when you do this or just free? No, when you're a surrogate, you know, I didn't, you know, 20, I mean, when you're a surrogate, you're just doing this. You're just giving up your time. Now, this time around, I actually worked for the campaign. But the okay. first time around, I did not work for the campaign. And, you know, I traveled all over this country doing the thing. People probably thought I was on, on the payroll, but I was not because that's how much okay. I believed in it. So most surrogates and people who lend their time, they're really giving their time, their talent, and their treasure because they believe in the cause. And I'm a donor to this campaign, too. I'm not just... You know, I donated in 2015, and I still donate now because I believe that you need to put something on it. Mm-hmm. You know, you believe in it, you need to put some money in the pot. And we got millions of people, TK. I mean, we have over three, 3.3 million donations up coming to this campaign, over wow. 1 million individual donors. And mm-hmm. most of these people are teachers. They're Amazon workers. They're Walmart workers. They're nurses. You know, I, they're just everyday people. And so I believe that they can put their money in the pot. I better be able to put my money in the pot, too, and I do. I respect that. Now, I noticed where the country is going. I'm quite sure you were, too, about um, technical supplies, right? Not, not technical supplies, how everything is going robot. They're going to start, start having machine mm-hmm. trucks, and they, they start having machines deliver packages. Yeah. All this kind of stuff. Now, how do, how do we prepare the people? Because my fans are listening, and I've talked about it in the show, and I would like to hear your take on that. Well, we got to be prepared. I mean, this is not this is not any different from the industrial revolution that we had in this country in the 1800s where we went from most of our goods and services being, you know, most of our goods being made by hand to this this explosion happening in the nation in the world really right. where we went from handmade cement to to, to machine made. 
you know, so it's the same thing. We're at a, 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 a point in human history where now we're taking that up another notch. So we have to be ready. We've got to educate ourselves. We need people to do mm-hmm. programs. We need people who understand the algorithms. We need people to be able to repair this stuff. I don't think there's any amount of, of uh, automation that's absolutely going to be able to take the place of human beings, but we have to get those human beings prepared for the 21st century economy that we are living in. And so that takes higher training, whether it's college or getting new skills, but Mm -hmm. people just can't sit on the sidelines and think we won't be impacted by this because we will. You're absolutely right. Robots are doing all of this, but it's going to take human beings to program those human beings to know the algorithm right. these kinds of things. So we got to teach people. We shouldn't fear this, but we got to be prepared for it. And one right. of the things that Senator Bernie Sanders talks about all the time is that even when we when when this transformation is happening all around us, whether we yes. recognize it or not, it should not be one that only benefits the very wealthy. Right. It has to be a transformation that, that benefits all of us. And that's why government is so vitally important, because you need somebody to watch the watcher, who's watching the people who are going to be the greatest beneficiaries of this and to make sure that the workaday people in this country do not get left behind. Uh, my grandmother used to say, we're getting weaker, we're getting weaker and wiser. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and amen, Grandma. My grandma's not here to see all of this automation happen. But, my gosh, you have what we call mother wit, TK. And you can't buy that. You can't replace that with a machine. Right, right. That's uh, true. Brilliant, brilliant black woman. And, and see, the, here's the thing that when I see the Republicans, I see the Democrats, and everybody really supposed to be for one, correct? Everybody is supposed to be protecting the people in their own perspective. And it feels like when politics come around, it's like a Super Bowl. It's like everybody's competing towards each other, and the people always get hurt. And it seemed like it was, everybody should come together as one to get the same thing. Do you agree? Because think about it. You're fighting the Republicans every day for what they believe in. The Democrats are fighting the Republicans for what they believe in, but it's all for the people. But the people are the ones who truly get hurt from the electrical situation and California, people don't educate themselves about what's really going on with that situation. Now, understanding that the power company got sued last year for um, incompetent on what they're supposed to do as an organization to Afro-Americans who get shot in the black communities. That If it was white to me, they would have passed the law that any cop that would shoot an unarmed person, it would be a felony. But no one takes these type of things serious for the people or truly helping out the homeless a little bit more. Because, like I said, if people don't live for here, the cops that Trump was sending $700 million to Ukraine, if I'm not saying. Am I right? Was it seven hundred million or seventy million? For I'm sorry, TK, you were breaking up what but about Trump? Remember when Trump sent the money to all of what this started about him getting impeached? How much money was they sending overseas? Oh yeah, so he you know, the allegation is that he was trading favors for you know, basically plotting against a political opponent and really holding uh, a, a foreign government hostage in terms of the Help that we would give that government. Right. But where I'm going with that is, 
We send all this money overseas, right? Uh huh. We don't take care of our own. So my question I'm asking you, why is it so important to send money overseas and that same kind of money that they sent to help out that nation to help out our own people? Well, see, that's that's true. It's it's an and. You know, as the we are a hegemon nation. You know, we meaning you know we are a powerful force right. in the world, and as a hegemon nation, we do have responsibilities. Yeah, we have responsibilities at home, and we have responsibilities abroad because okay. we can't be just. We cannot. You know, no man, no woman is an island. You know that saying. So it. It prospers us. We're safer if Ukraine is safe. We're safer, you know, if our sisters and brothers in, in the Asian continent are safe, you know, and, and South America, I mean, you name the nation state, we're safer when that happens. We're more robust. And so, to me, America has an obligation along with other industrialized nations to care about what's happening on the continent of Africa, for example. So that, But I understand that clearly what you are saying that there's suffering in this country, and we can ameliorate that suffering. It doesn't have to be this way. It is about political will. And mm-hmm. so if we continue to fund the prison industrial complex to the level that we're funding it, and, you know, with, 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 with private prisons, for example, we continue to fund the military industrial complex, and we neglect those domestic issues, it really is about repurposing the money that we already have. We are the wealthiest nation on the face of the earth. So there is no reason why we can't do both. You're right. Homeless people are on the street. There are about 500,000 on any given and night. Getting, and it's getting bigger. It's worse. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. And they're, they're, by the grace of God, there can go any of us because most Americans are only one or two paychecks away from being in that situation. And see, right. that is why TK, we need so many. Not that politics can solve it all, but politics is about who has the power and how they wield that power. Your point that I think you were getting at in terms of the Democrats are fighting the Republicans, the Republicans are fighting the Democrats, and in the end, the everyday people in communities across this country, they're the ones that lose because it's really about the elites fighting against the elites. Right. And so we have to... Give a damn about and 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 you know what? There's an African proverb that says that he who is absent is always wrong. See, we can't be missing in these dialogues. We have to be at the table. We have to be on the streets. We have to demand better. I mean, we have to elect people who are going to answer to our needs. And if they don't, we got to be there to make sure that we get them out of office. So voting is only one part of the process. To be a citizen that navigates the body politics means that you advocate, you agitate, you're an activist at times. And then, yes, you do take it to the ballot box, but you got to hold people accountable and you got to let the people know who you elected. There will be consequences for not answering to the needs of the people. For example, clean water, clean food, clean air. That's just a basic necessity in right. the United States of America and all over the world. Having right. health care as a human right in this country, those are things that we deserve. And so if you've got politicians who are going to hedge on that, then you don't need them. Get right. some politicians who are not going to hedge, some elected officials who are not afraid to stand up for the people, politicians who care more about the next generation than they care about their next election. So, TK, I know exactly what you're saying. I hear people complain all across this country about the two parties. I want them to put that to the side and envision 
the type of community and the type of nation and the type of world that they want to live in, and then elect elected officials who align with that. No, I, 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 that was so important for me to answer that question because I was talking about the Republicans, about how Donald Trump has these guys really vouching for him. He, see, they, and it's like crazy to me because the people on the street see how everybody that was vouching for him, he threw them under the bus, they all went to jail. The Republicans know that this man is lying, but they still go to bat for him. And that's confusing because it gives the wrong message on so many levels to the people. Well, they, they lack political courage, TK. They care, they care more about the next election than they care about the future of this country. That's when you choose politics over people that you can turn a blind eye to the unpatriotic things that this president is doing. I'm trying to keep it PG. I mean, this no, is No, 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 you can do it. You can keep it real. I, I know I can keep it real. I can curse and all of that kind of stuff. I don't know. I, you know, no, people, my, people, my people want to hear this, this, that, They want to hear I'm, This is the worst president in modern history. I mean, he's a bigot. He's a xenophobe. He lied to folks. He told people that he was going to drain the swamp. Meanwhile, he leads the swamp. His family is profiting off of his yeah. presidency. Yeah. Come on, TK. These, yeah. and, and these Republicans know, see, we need to be more, see, I mean, oh, God, I was going to say the F word. This is not about being loyal to a party when you see somebody doing something like this. You need to be loyal to the people, your highest loyalty to the people who you took an oath of office to serve. And so when you choose a political affiliation over doing what's right, we do. And that's what you see. I mean, that's what what we see the Republican Party doing right now at this space and time. And and make no mistake, Donald Trump, President Trump ran as a Republican. He don't give a damn about the Republican Party. No, he He's trying to destroy that party. All he cares about is himself. Right. That's all he cares about. And so these Republicans who are office right now who don't have the courage to speak out against this man, shame on them. And he's right. not going to reflect on them very well. Now, by them, on them. now, won't it hurt him also to vouch for him? Because they're going to come back and bite him on the ass down the line. Well, we hope, TK, and the only way that's going to happen is if the voters of this nation say it so. Okay. So that, that's when it's back in our hands now. Right. You know, we got to vote out these Republicans who stand side by side and lockstep with this man, even when he's wrong. Even when he's wrong. And that's what always hurt me. I, I used to watch the news all the time. Uh, uh, um, Don Lemon, CNN to the end. Yeah. And I just couldn't take it no more because of it's obvious how this man is such a liar. He is. It's amazing. And the people are turning a blind eye to what's real. And that bothers me so much. And I had to do this interview with the right person. So when I saw you and I heard you, other than watching your beauty, because I think you're so fine. So to watch you and just, okay, you know what? I got to get her on the show so that, my fans and Breakfast Club fans and all the people around the world, because the show is all around the world, can hear it from a person of color, especially from a female who is striving to truly to do the best for the people out here. You know, I so, appreciate that, CK, and a black woman. You know, I prefer people. 
Yes, I'm in I'm in a club called the People of Color, but I'm a black woman in America and not ashamed to say it. Yeah. And I understand what you're saying. That's why having outlets like yours, the fact that you have a podcast and you bring on a variety of people from all over the world to talk about different issues is important. You know, I watch Don Lemon too. I used to be a I used to be a commentator on CNN, and Don Don keeps it real. So I want to throw that out there. But right. And but people need a variety of ways that they absorb what is happening in the world, and you're kind of tell the truth and keep it all the way real, all the way live. Right. Way that you do things is a is a beautiful thing because people will, will relate to you in ways that they might not be able to relate to mainstream media. So just God bless right. you for using your platform and people like Charlemagne and and Angela and DJ you know the Breakfast Club because they they speak to a different kind of audience too, so that we're speaking to people in the language that they understand. And when people like you and them, and I got to shout out Killer Mike and others, get engaged in politics in this way, you allow everybody, no matter what walk of life, no matter how they rock it, to, to right. be a part of the process too. So yes. God bless you, TK, for doing this. Yes, we have to inform them. Any, any means necessary because what I want people to understand and have you on the line, because they're really concerned that the people in the streets, they are, they know who they want to be president anyway. It doesn't make sense for me to vote. Can you break that down for everybody before we get ready to get out of here? You said we can't cop out like that, you know, especially okay. African-American people. And I say this with all sincerity. It's, it's become out, out of vogue to talk about our history, and I don't know how in the hell that happened. But let us just lay down some history. Black okay. folks understood. Our ancestors understood that the way to leverage our collective power had to be through the ballot box. Now, it can't solve everything, but it goes a long way to solving many of our problems because even if you don't want to be in politics, politics is into you, whether you're into politics or not. Okay. How we fund education, whether or not we have a health care system that's not commodified, whether black mothers continue to die at higher rates in this country during childbirth, whether black babies continue to die at higher rates, whether or not black people continue to have higher uh, uh, loans, you know, whether we have clean water, clean air, clean food, where the stoplight is, where the stop sign is. You might not like politics, but politics is into you. I want our people to be mad as hell, but I want them to go to the ballot box with that and pick candidates. Now, you ain't going to never have a person candidate, but pick a candidate that is more closely aligned with the type of future that you want to have, and then once you get these people elected, hold them accountable. Right. You don't just go vote and let it alone. You right. go vote and stay in it. Brother Frederick Douglass said these words, he said, power can see nothing without a demand. It never uh-huh. has and it never will. So we got to keep demanding. Or one of my favorite ministers from my hometown of Cleveland, Reverend Dr. Otis Moss, he said these words to me, and I want to leave these words with your listeners. He said, the struggle is forever. So we are forever in the struggle. Right. So we can't never abdicate our responsibility, no matter how fed up we are about the system. We can never abdicate our responsibility to be in it. Hell, if our ancestors thought the way some of us think today, our black asses wouldn't be free. Come on, That's somebody. Right. That's right. I mean, come on. So, so we got to fight like hell for everything that we get. That's our lot in life. So we need more activists, more fighters, more people who are angry, but they, they turn that anger into action. 
that's what this is about. You got to be uh-huh. in it to win it. Our future is bright, and we got to make it. So ain't nobody going to give us a damn thing. They never they have sure it. Not. Will. But, baby, we can fight for the things that we want for our side, for ourselves and for generations yet unborn. And we owe a debt to our ancestors, TK, whether people understand that or not. We will never be able to pay that debt, but we ought to put a down payment on it. And it is by getting involved and not getting so frustrated that you just throw up your hands and, and not participate. They, who are they? They are we. And when conscious-minded people from all walks of life, I know I've been concentrating on our on black folks, but when conscious-minded people from all walks of life get involved, get engaged, the nation moves, things start to happen. I believe that firmly. So come right. on, y'all. Be mad as hell, but come on and get involved. Man, I love you, Miss Nina. Ms. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Nina Turner, Senator, doing a thing around the world. May God bless you and may your pain be champagne. Oh, God bless you too, TK. Thank you for your voice, and I hope to join you again. And yes, we'll do it again. All your listeners, okay? We'll do it thank again. you, sir. Uh, thank bye you, bye. I'm Bubba Ladies and gentlemen, that's the TK Kirkland Show. Make sure you check me out this Saturday in Longview, Texas, at the Mall Cobb Auditorium. Make sure you pick up the new comedy special, TK Kirkland. Who raised you? Just go to my site at pk.network and get you the special of the year. Love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Put the word on the street. So. Shout out all the comedians. This is the blueprint. Now I work for myself. I'm stacking these blueprints. Shout out to Flint. My girl Lisa Young, Doobie. City and light skin. Yo, shout out Jersey City. The crib, the motherfucking streets worldwide. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.